Happy New Year, Seven Mile Road. Oh, man. It is Sarah here with Matt and with Michael. Hey, everybody. Hello, Michael. Um, So first things first, Michael, you are here at the table today because you are joining us as an official staff member of Seven Mile Road. Oh, yeah. Um, So can you tell us briefly about about that, about you and your new position? Great. Well, there is a 20-minute conversation that Matt and I did, so if you haven't heard it, uh, email myself or Sarah. Uh, quickly up to speed, Heather and I live in Melrose. We've been going to Seven Mile Road for five years, six years. I'm very excited to fulfill my director of discipleship role. How's the first week going? It's going great. Great. Yeah. I wish you were sitting at this table because it's impossible. But sitting here realizing, okay, in this next season, the staff who's going to be driving and serving the life and the mission of the church is you too. It's wild. Um, we are going to actually do one of what we call our 100-day meetings next week as a staff. Those happen three times a year, and we try and get off-site and create some space not just for doing focusing on the work of the church, but also doing some soul work, some relational connections, some prayer work, and really to say, hey, how are we doing? So this one's different because mm-hmm. we better not have trouble one weekend. <laughs> but really to set ourselves to say for our first 100 days together as the new kind of staff team, what are our hopes and dreams and fears for that stretch? So we'll be doing that next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Would love for you to be uh, thinking and praying for us as we do that. Have a real simple agenda, but are hopeful that that will give us good propelling into this first stretch in working together. So I'm psyched about that. Yeah, I'm psyched. It'll be fun. So in December, we finished up our series in Ruth. And can you tell us what we're doing Sunday mornings for sermons in January? Yes. So in January, we are working through what we would call them standalone sermons, Mm self-explanatory, and really anchoring in, hey, what are some of the questions that either we have heard from our congregation or obviously coronavirus pandemic is raising for us or are pertinent right now with what's happening with us. So, for example, if you missed it this Sunday, we just said, hey, we're getting bigger and a bunch of us are not going anywhere which is the best thing, and also means real threat of factions and divisions, um, especially around being like, oh man, I wish they weren't here, or why did they have to come, or are they still around? We don't need them. So we tried to take this Sunday to say, can we humbly put that sentiment out of our hearts and realize whoever's here, God has put them here, And how can we be loving and learning to work together? So we did that this Sunday. The one that's coming up, we're going to talk about, hey, why do we do public worship again? Mm. What is the big deal with saying, this is what I do on the Lord's Day in the morning. I gather publicly with the people of God to worship God. What is that? Where did that come from? How important is that? What does that look like? We won't answer all of those questions, but want to address that for you especially as we're in a strange season where some of us have not been at Seven Mile Road physically since March, and for really good reason, but want to make sure we understand why that is a bane and a struggle and not optimal. 
and and getting ready for our reuniting in that way with some more theological clarity and fire for it. And then we're going to talk about um, not just the why of baptism, but the when. So we have a church with about 100 children and students, and we're wanting to be on the same page with, hey, there's no right answer here, but this is the way that we practice baptism and why at Seven Mile Road, because we are hoping to see many, many men, women, and students going through the waters of baptism this year. Um, We're going to take that weekend like we did four years ago when there was a presidential change Mm -hmm. in this country that we're a part of and called to, to just preach in that direction and say, hey, what would a church just north of Boston need to hear as we step into four years of a new administration Mm -hmm. and everything that has attended that process? So we'll go to the Word and do some work there for everyone's good. And then the last weekend of this year, we'll talk about it in a second, but we're going to be piloting this uh, open conversation through some big themes in a top 100 American novel. And so in that sermon, we're hoping to show how gospel intersects with, what would we call it, art, or um, in this case, writing a novel, and spend some time on the theology of that, and probably also pull out an example of, here's a theme in a non-Bible book, non-Christian book, but all truth is God's truth, and here's how that can intersect with what we're going for. So all month long, it's going to be like, pow, 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 just (laughs) different things happening. Um, But I think each one of them is going to land well and meet something that we've been talking about or having to deal with well together. That's January. Cool. Now, you mentioned the last weekend of January, we're going to be talking about that top 100 novel. Um, Michael, can you talk a little bit more about that novel and what else we're doing with that this month? Absolutely. Well, I don't want to give away any spoilers, so (laughs) read the book. (laughs) Uh, Number one, subscribe to our email. So every week we're going to start putting out some content, uh, a podcast actually, to help break down the book, help you care about... uh, who Walker Percy is, what he's trying to do in this book, and frame the conversation and pull out some of the themes. So um, the book is a little bit slower than maybe a, another fiction book mm. with maybe a lot more plot than you might <laughs> hope for, um, but he's doing it really intentionally to pull out some themes around um, what it means to be human in a modern, postmodern culture. Um, so sign up. Oh. Our, uh, our conversation is going to be the last Saturday of the month. Great. And that's January 30th, right? That's right. Great. So get the book and read the book and be ready to discuss it by January 30th. That's right. Um, And another cool thing we're doing Sunday mornings from now until we're done, (laughs) week after week after week, is introducing some new members. Yes. Um, Can you talk about that, Matt? So Seven Mile Road works because people get real serious about the gospel, real serious about community, Real serious about mission. Mm. And that all is done in the context of a commitment to what we're going for as a church. We say it like this. We come into the life, onto the mission, and under the care of the church as members in a body. So we had over 20 folks walk through our 101 nights in October. Mm -hmm. And the vast majority of them are saying, I'm here. Let's do this. So at the back end of that process, what we do is we pick a Sunday morning and we give them a chance to say, hey, here's who I am, here's how I got here, here's what I'm excited about, 
and we stand together to welcome them, to be thankful for them, and to co-mission mm-hmm. them in prayer. So we got to receive Jen this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Most of the Sundays between now and Easter, somebody will be being welcomed into that with us. So be aware of that. Yep. And take some time to greet them warmly, like you're just receiving a new member of the family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we would just do everybody on one big Sunday and just make that the whole <laughs> point of the day. I don't think we can do that this year. <laughs> so instead, we're going to stretch it out. But hopefully you're encouraged to see new faces, some folks literally from outside of anything to do with gospel or church being swept in, other folks committed to the gospel needing a strong church to build with us, and uh, that will happen all throughout this winter, so be looking for that. Yeah. So another update is with the entrance project. Yeah. Uh, We're planning to revamp the front of our building. Um, Can you talk about that a little bit, Matt? So, yes, we cannot wait to do that. Our aim and goal has been that when you walk into this place in April, maybe May, the whole way that you are received at the front of this space has changed. And it is more aesthetic. Mm -hmm. It is more functional. It is more hospitable. Mm -hmm. And we've been committed to doing that. We've been just knocking off one space project at a time over 10 years. And this is the next one. Um, We're very close to getting a real live quote for the work. Yep. And so when we do, we will compare that to what we had anticipated being a part of that. This is really exciting, but about a month ago, one of the partners, I guess you could call it, with our our mission in general, mm-hmm. said, hey, we may have the capacity to give towards something this year. Do you have anything big, unusual going on, or have you had any real losses because of the coronavirus? Yeah. So I was, I was able to say, hey, give me 90 seconds, mm-hmm. and I'll show you something fun that we're doing that could use an infusion of capital to do, sent out all the plans that the architect had put together. And Jacob is always so understated on this, but <laughs> in passing, he let me know that we received a $30,000 check for that That's work. That's wild. So yeah. that is going to help us to fund it one way or another. Mm-hmm. So a lot is coming through in that. We're, it's probably too late to break any ground in the next 60 or 70 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're hoping to get everything lined up so that as soon as mid-March is here and that thawing is happening, mm-hmm. we can just knock that thing out and change that. So that's all coming. And um, a few monthly updates from now, <laughs> we may have mm-hmm. some more specific news on that. Yeah. Um, but for now, I mean, the ground is frozen or near frozen. Yeah. So it might be a while before we really break ground, but plans are in place and ready to go. Um, And since the ground is frozen, if your head is feeling cold, we do have some uh, Seven Mile Road beanies for sale. That's a professional segue, Sarah. (laughs) Um, Thanks, Michael. We, I don't know if you missed it, we put a very official uh, poll on Family Life and the majority of you voted for hats with a pom-pom. So that's what was ordered. Sorry, Michael. I know you didn't want a pom-pom. I'll still wear it. So if you can tolerate a pom-pom, we have uh, Seven Mile Road hats that say Seven Mile Road with our logo on them. Um, Just send me an email if you'd like to buy one. They're also for sale on Sunday mornings. They're $5 each. Um, I know my whole family has one. So we'll get all four betas rolling in with our Seven Mile Road hats. 
And we do still have a bunch of T-shirts um, from a few years ago. Those are also $5 each. So if you want to get fully, you know, head to toe decked out in seven mile gear, I can hook you up on that. <laughs> um, next on my list is uh, volunteers. So seven mile road works because everybody serves. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of ways that you can serve even in this season. Um, we need help on Sunday mornings to um, run our live stream so they can get to see and experience church um, as closely as possible to the people who are in person. Right. Um, we also need more volunteers to help run our audio board so that the people both at home and in person in Melrose can hear everything that's going on. Um, and we need people to be greeters, you know, a welcoming face and let you know where you're sitting on a Sunday morning. We also need a cleaning crew. Um, you know, especially in this season, we need to make sure this building is sanitized and cleaned as well as we can. Um, so if you enjoy things being sanitized, let me know. You can come help me clean anytime. Um, and if you're able to come early any Sunday mornings, we'd love some help just kind of setting things up, making sure the signs are out, the, the communion cups are out, the chairs are set up. We could definitely use some help on Sunday mornings. Um, and if you have some talent that is yet to be discovered and you can sing or play an instrument, we would love to have you yeah. jump in with our band, too. Um, we can never have too many people in in that rotation for the worship team. Um, and then this isn't an immediate need, but hopefully soon in the hopefully not too distant future, um, we will resume our children's ministry and have, you know, all those kids running around downstairs again. Um, so to be well prepared for that. We want to get everyone up to date on their certifications and training and make sure everyone is up to date on that. So we're ready to hit the ground running when we can offer children's ministry again. So if you had not previously served with children's ministry, but are interested in doing that, let me know and we can get you um, certified and signed up and ready to go so you can jump in with us when children's ministry is back. Yeah. Um, and next on my list is giving. So it's the beginning of the year, um, and I think that means people can expect something coming in the mail soon. Matt, can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So you should be receiving before the end of January a giving statement in the mail. I think in snail mail, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> if that changes, we'll let you know. Um, and we want it, it's really for two purposes. The first is to give you a record of this is how you gave to our church so you have it for any of the tax stuff that you need to do with it. But the second is so that you would pause and ask the question, kind of like of your heart, mm -hmm. how much money is God enabling to me to make and how much of that am I giving back to him, specifically investing in the context of his mission through my local church? How, where am I at with that? It's... You know, we should ask that anytime we ever go to give, but it's a great, great time to pause to do that. And if you haven't changed your giving, but you've had increase in mm -hmm. earning, or if there's circumstances that you just haven't paused to do that, part of sending this to you is so that you would go, oh, look at God's grace to me. And if anyone else saw this number and saw my pay stubs, would they say, that's a generous gospel-gripped heart? Mm -hmm. So take the time to ask that question to be doing your faithful giving to God. And then he just blesses that in ways we can't imagine. Um, so that will come to you. 
And if you ever have any questions about any of that, you can talk with Justin or Jacob, who are happy to answer. So that's coming toward the end of January. Great. So in the spring of last year, we published a book. Um, yeah. And there are some things happening with the What Church Can Be book. Matt, can you tell us what, what that book is being used for? Yeah. I was just thinking if you, if you ask people, hey, give me your list of 2020 disappointments. Man, mm. that's a long list. And one for me is totally that our book launch party that we were just going to do to rejoice in the grace mm. of God and everything that he had accomplished that ended up under the cover of this book kind of got nixed. Um, but it did not slow down our commitment decision to yeah. saying this spring, this is the, the year that we're trying to push this content out to the world. So we did it. And it's it, it's hard to keep up with all the touch points yeah. that you may not know of that have been good ones. So here's just two of them. Um, the Gospel Coalition in Canada uh, p- published the top 10 books of 2020, and we were the second one on that list. Wow. I think it was uh, the, the author of that got connected to our book mm-hmm. through a friend of ours, Jared Wilson, who's Gospel Coalition USA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really fun to see that somebody had such a pronounced, the book had such a pronounced impact on their reading of it that with no hesitation, they put it right at the top of their best books of the year. That yeah, was cool. That's awesome. And then I was playing ball up at Joey's church and I ran into somebody who told me, hey, I'm in a track at Restoration Road and what we're doing is reading through what church can be one chapter at a time. And working through the discussion questions. So it was just a That's sweet awesome. conversation because he told me, uh, so he said, it's easy to read. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so good because I wanted <laughs> it to be accessible to anybody and not feel like it was some high academic theology, which it's not. So that was encouraging. And he also said, they've run out of time every time, mm. which means the spirit is using the content as it's connected to truth and the word and the questions that we had worked on to actually be helpful in stirring gospel conversation around it. So it's just fun to remember, oh yeah, we don't know over the coming years the fruit that's going to be born from this, but it was really worth the effort. And even locally, we're just beginning to scratch the surface of how those words can help unite people, align them to our mission. So don't forget all that's happening as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, Well, that's all I got on my list. All right. Um, That's your January update. Yes. So it's winter in mass, which means it's survival Mm -hmm. mode and more so than ever this year. Mm -hmm. But um, man, use any of that time to just be going after God. Just just go after him in prayer, in the gospel, in relationships. Mm -hmm. Like what if we prayed like crazy this month and there was a ton of fruit born from him going, I'll answer those prayers. Um, and what if instead of getting down, we actually said, let me spin that downness into gospel aliveness. Like what could the fruit of that way of living be? So we're always trying to do everything with everything in our church to drive you to that place. But don't forget it. We just did 20 minutes of updates. Mm -hmm. All of it is about the grandeur of God's grace to us in the gospel, his willingness to be at work in a people who are open and available and and we just want to say yes to that. So let's do that this January. 
see how it was. We'll do it next month and mm-hmm. the one after that and the one after that. Yeah. All right. Happy All right. New Year.